Just Talk With Sam podcast, y'all. Just Talk With Sam podcast. Just put your name on it. You don't talk about it. Be about it. I don't know Joe, but it's obvious. We, we never write this out. What's up, what's up? It's your man Sam, host of Just Talk With Sam Podcast. Just Talk With Sam Podcast. Man, I am I am doing this thing. We're getting through this. This coronavirus, this pandemic, we're getting through this. Um, obviously, doing it from the den. Um, got a great guest calling in. Uh, one of my favorite comics. One of the great, Bonnie McFarlane. Yes, I have followed this woman's career for quite some time. Um... I'm actually just like almost giddy wanting to speak with her because I don't know if you guys know, but I have an affinity for the ONA, the virus comics, whatever the name they gave them um, during her time. That, that that crowd, I grew up with that and talked with someone who's had that. But um, hopefully you guys are making it through your... Um, you're staying safe and you're doing this pandemic pretty good but um bonnie has a new album out it's called bird calls it's very funny if you love quick-witted very smart comedy um and that's just right up her alley man just i mean she's doing it all she's a comic actor writer author um and actually i toss this out there podcaster um those who may know bonnie mcfarlane um boston bonnie her husband rich boss from the my wife hates me podcast it's a very i love the podcast i just love the i guess the clash of dynamics between the two they just they're just they're just awesome um but get the album bird calls by Barney McFarlane right now wherever you can get audio um Amazon well we'll get there but everything related to the um podcast can be found right here on our home page our site samshownation.com yeah samshownation.com your home for everything 
related to the podcast, uh, Just Talk With Sam podcast. Um, on the homepage, the current promotion space, there's always been a donate button. Um, click the button, give whatever makes you feel like a good person, mainly because we're in the middle of a pandemic, but we still got bills to pay. And we want to keep the free funny free. So whatever shackles you feel like tossing us, we're going to do that to knock out server costs. This has always been a crowdsourced podcast, and we're going to keep it going for the people. So please go to samshownation.com, hit the donate button, give whatever makes you feel like a good person. From there, uh, maybe you're one of those people who want to show you love. Maybe um, you want to rock with the podcast. You could do that right there by going to samshownation.com, hitting the store link. You can get all your Just Talk With Sam uh, podcast swag right there, whether that be T-shirts, whether that be hats, whether that be stickers, whatever it is, you can go ahead and get it right there. Keep the free funny going while you're rocking your sweatpants in the middle of this pandemic. Maybe you want to get new T-shirts going on top of it. You can do it right then and there. And speaking of the podcast itself, you can always go to samshownation.com. You can hit that podcast link. And by hitting the podcast link, who are we kidding? We all got a lot of time on our hands now. You can catch up on some of your favorite podcasts that maybe you missed. You can go back and you can listen to um, a lot of podcasts you were doing. Maybe you want to hear it again. Maybe you just want to have them on a continuous loop because you have that much time. It's all right there. Go to Just Talk With Sam Podcast. You can check us out. But maybe you just don't want to do it on the website. We can um, be found wherever podcasts can be heard, whether that be Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, the Big Dog, Apple Podcast, formerly known as iTunes. You can go there and you can subscribe, rate, and review the podcast right then and there. Um, by doing that, um, it helps spread the word. It helps show people that we're here on iTunes. You can go ahead and say, hey, I really wish Sam would shut up and let the guests talk more often. Five stars. Hey, um, I love the interviews that he's having. He's totally um, having some good content during this pot, uh, pandemic. Five stars. So you could go ahead, subscribe, rate, and review the um, podcast. Help us out by doing that. Another way you can help us out is by um, visiting our sponsors. We've got a few sponsors this week. You can go to samshownation.com. Hit the current promotions link, and you can check out um, some of the good sponsors here at samshownation.com. The first sponsor, the good folks at Reebok. Yes, I have been talking at length about Reebok, and if you go to the promotions page, you can give the gift of grit all year long. That is Reebok. And I talked a lot about their endeavors, whether it be the Bach program, um, working out at home for the kids, or their program that they partner up with Adidas, where the adults can work out from home. Whatever workout you're on, maybe you're doing some cardio, maybe some, yeah, you are can get some CrossFit going while you're at home. Maybe you just want to shave off a couple lbs so you could come out of this pandemic looking ripped. It's all right there. But one thing they want to help you out with starting this week uh, for the kids, because we bought like the kids. If you go to samshownation.com and you click the gift of grit link on the current promotions page, you can buy one, get one free all kids footwear at Reebok. Um, you may want to hurry up because of this week only. And by doing that, go, go do something for your kids. Um, you can have them looking good wearing some um, new shoes. You know, all kids like new shoes. And starting um, today, the 20th of April, going all week, um, in the promotion, you put BOGO Kids, B O G O K I D S. At checkout and buy one, 
get one free kids footwear at Reebok. But maybe you ain't got kids. Maybe you don't like the kids. Maybe you want to do something for yourself. You in the pandemic, you earned it too. You can also go to samshownation.com. You can hit the Reebok link, give the gift of grit. And by doing so, you can get, starting today, an extra 60% off at Reebok. 60% off all sale items, whether it be that, um, check out the link, go to sale items, and put in the promo code EXTRA60 at checkout. You could do it that way, EXTRA60 at checkout. Um, save your coin, save your buck, it's going on all week. And lastly, and certainly not leastly, those who are braving this pandemic, and you got to get out of the house, still, you know, safely working out. Maybe you're going to jog, maybe you're going around, um, you, you may be by yourself, you may be social distancing, six feet apart from your partner, 30% off running footwear all week at starting, starting today by the good folks at Reebok.com. You just got to go to SamShowNation.com and hit the Gift of Grit link and put in the promo code ACTIVE at checkout. Yes, ACTIVE at checkout you can get 30% off running footwear so that's three different offers they got you um, that they're already serving you during this um, time where we're supposed to be self-isolating and we're supposed to um, keep everything you know being safe but still want to work out Reebok got you covered so please go to samshownation.com click the Reebok link give the gift of grit the next sponsor is the good folks at Walmart Look, I know what it is. Walmart has been sponsoring us, but I have been using a lot of Walmart lately. And one of the cool things where people are going crazy and you can't do certain things, I have been using um, the Walmart delivery system as well as if I got to brave and go get the essentials, I go to samshownation.com. I click the Walmart link. And by doing this, I can order the stuff, pick up right then and there, stand in a nice, safe line, pick up my stuff, and it's all fun by going to my um, local neighborhood Walmart with their in-store pickup. Man, it is great. I mean, I'm doing a lot of stuff around the house, whether that be cleaning up a little bit more. Um, one thing you always think you have enough of, but you don't, batteries. Um, I had to figure that out and I had to put that in my Walmart cart. Um, would that be soap? Would that be kitchen soap? Um, they do have hand sanitizer. But, um, gloves, um, it's all right there. And the best way to do it. So, um, I already used the service before the pandemic strike, but now I am like leaning on it. Which you do, you order your stuff. Um, go to samshownation.com whatever you need whatever your household essentials that you need you go ahead you order it right then and there and then you're going to get a little update from your phone and then you get the update from your phone you just walk in walmart you say here this is my phone this is what i got they give you stuff you keep moving um i didn't have to interact with a lot of people it's awesome so please go to samshownation.com you click that walmart link we want you to stay safe we want you to uh, social distance clearly wash your hands and if you do need the essentials i rather um that you need get the essentials that you need with the savings that you love and you're in and out of the store without 
interacting with a ton of people. So please, if you got to go out and stay safe, get to, um, go to samshownation.com, click the Walmart link, and um, order from home. And lastly, and certainly not leastly, they got everything from A to Z. The big boy, the big daddy of them all, Amazon.com. I have been partaking in all things Amazon lately because, well, search for content. And my guess, I believe they would appreciate it if you go to samshownation.com, right there on the homepage. You click that Amazon banner homepage current promotions page, and in the search bar, you put Bonnie McFarlane. And Bonnie McFarlane, um, a plethora of things. Obviously, the new album Bird Calls. Check that out with Amazon Music. Um, you can read her book, You're Better Than Me, a memoir. You can read, or you can watch, I should say, with Prime Video, my Prime people out there. You can um, watch her great documentary, Women Aren't Funny. Um, you can see somewhere stand up. Actually, let's do that right now. What I want to do, I want to go to Amazon right now. I got Prime. You know, this is weird pandemic flex. But what I want to do, I want to play um, a cut from some of her comedy right here on Amazon. And um, we'll jump right back into this podcast. See you in a few. Thank you, but I, I do this for the money. Uh, listen, I think I experienced real sexism today. I was walking down the street, and this dude, I'd never met him before in my life, total stranger, he walked right up to me and goes, smile. I was like, are you really telling me how to make my facial expressions? Then he walked over to a guy in a wheelchair and was like, walk. So, didn't have anything to do with gender, just had some control issues. I hate when people tell me to smile. You can't be happy all the time. You'll ruin your liver. <laughs> Sometimes you gotta put the bottle down. Like if you're making a left. <laughs> Let's talk about texting and driving. I hate when I hear people say, I only do it once in a while. That's the kind of thinking that'll get you killed. To be good at something, you need to practice. <laughs> You got to do it all the time, on ramps, off ramps, when you're merging. I know it's hard if you're like me, you close your eyes, but you got to try. <laughs> Lives are at stake. I love my phone. I love my, I lost my daughter in Walmart once. I did not have the same anxiety. <laughs> That's when I left my phone in the bathroom at TGI Fridays. My, I love my daughter, too, but I wouldn't freak out if she fell in the toilet. You know I, mean? <laughs> I think you have to parent differently now than the way that our parents parented us. Like, you can't just leave your kid in the car unless you're like, stay down. <laughs> I don't want someone to break my window. My daughter's eight, and uh, people tell us we look the same all the time. They just, like, walk up to us at a grocery store and they go, oh, my God, you guys look exactly the same, which... I don't know, it makes me uncomfortable. I always feel kind of a fit. I just think I'm so much hotter than she is. <laughs> I mean, she's got her own thing going on if you're into that. <laughs> it is like the hardest thing about parenting is like to punish your kid. So there's no rules in our house. We don't have, well, there's no TV and no, no books either. No learning of any kind. <laughs> We don't believe in it. We just, she has Minecraft and then we got her a Tinder account. Yeah, she loves to swipe. Uh, my daughter told me the other day, she goes, I know a bad word worse than the F word. I was like, what is it? She goes, caught. 
it took everything in me not to be like, you're saying it wrong. <laughs> ah, look who doesn't know everything. <laughs> we always get in these arguments about what you can say, what words you can't say. She told me the other day that you can't say the word crap. I was like, oh my God, you can totally say the word crap. She said, no, if you say it at school, it's considered a bad word, you'll get in trouble. I was like, that is such bull bull <laughs> That is stupid. She was like, you can't say the word stupid. If you say the word stupid at school, you get in trouble. I was like, oh my God, your teacher sounds like a real cot. You know that? <laughs> Thank you. I was bullied. I was bullied in school. I was bullied all through middle school because I matured so quickly. I had a, I had a full beard in eighth grade. <laughs> no, I really was bullied, and it's awful. If you've ever been bullied, it's like a terrible thing. I would come home every day after school, and I would cry. And then my mom, I guess in a moment of tough love, she sat me down. She said, you know what, Bonnie? There are people out there that have it worse off than you do, and you can bully them. <laughs> and once I started doing that, my self-esteem went through the roof. It feels amazing. <laughs> I actually I'm getting comfortable when I hear grown women complaining about their childhoods because it's usually so petty. And you know, there are women out there that have real tragedy go down in their lives, real hardship, and yet they're out there, they're killing it every day. They're lawyers and astronauts and cowgirls. I don't know all the different stripper costumes. <laughs> There's a lot of them. <laughs> you can be anything you want to be at the beginning of your song. That's a dancer saying, words we can all live by. Thank you very much, everybody. Nice crowd. All right, we back. That was some great comedy from my guest who's coming up, Miss Bonnie McFarlane. Man, I'm a little amped. Like, I know we're in the middle of a pandemic, and I know I'm sitting here. Uh, I got the wife and kid, and um, honestly, normally I thought about having them on this podcast, but nah. Before this phone rang, man, I got a little bit of a long time. So, gotta be honest, it's, it's kind of working for me right now. So, you know, you may be seeing some solo deep podcasts where people um, Skype in and WhatsApp, and I'm watching WhatsApp right now and um, waiting on, um, you know, the call from Bonnie. Man, this is this is gonna be great because. Um, I kind of said this in the intro, but I, I've followed her career, I've uh, read the books, I've seen um, some of her comedy, not just, you know, on TV, I've seen it live, and um, and it's very rare she's in Detroit, but, you know, when she kind of, like, comes through here, or um, in my travels, um, I've been to New York a few times, and I have been to um, different places. It's good to see her live, but you know, I like a lot of her stuff because she just she's just talented, man. And um, normally, you know, I just honestly, I just want to have this. I have questions, guys who've been rocking with this podcast. I try to channel my inner Gail King or some shit, but like this, this ain't working this time. I I just kind of want to um, fan out a little bit. Um, I'm saying this in a mic mainly because I'm just like I'm prepared, but I'm just kind of like like I don't know how to interview her, quite honestly, um, because I think I know too much coming in the game. Um, usually I I just kind of want to give a, a four story before she calls in. A lot of my interviews are done from a fan perspective, guys. You you know you've listened to this podcast. 
but there's a lot of autobiographical stuff about her in the intro I mentioned the podcast my wife hates me which is completely autobiography it's almost like weekly you know you could catch up what's going on with her I've read her book like you're better than me and even in the book she um it's very um very real a lot of times where she talked about growing up um as a growing up on growing up poor as a farmer in Canada which is I only assume during the pandemic she's just moonwalking through this because this is like oh it's childhood all over again um obviously how um some of the things like in her career when she was like when last comic stand started she was for some reason a bad guy it's just how they did it and it because she said the uh c word like my whole point for saying all of this is that um i don't i don't know i the only way i can do this interview is to come as a as a fan because it's it's the only way i know how because it'd be weird to act ask a ton of questions that i already know the answer to so it come off as false oh shit here he is here she is right here all right she called her hey bonnie hello hey something something going on hello hello no okay okay false alarm people there we go i thought um i don't know if there's an audio issue i couldn't hear she couldn't hear me um let me try her let me let me try calling her back and yes here we go hello bonnie hello there we go sound a lot better oh good yeah sorry i i I don't know why my whatsapp doesn't ring i just have to actually open the the app hey i'm good now if you want to go let's just start the podcast let's do it Bonnie, uh, thank you so much for just calling in. Um, I don't want to eat up too much of your time. I know we're in the middle of Yeah, <laughs> all I have is time. It's fine. <laughs> but um, speaking of the pandemic, how, how are you guys doing? Um, you know, we're doing really well. We, uh, we have a lot of space. We have a house with a, a, a really big backyard. So we've been doing a lot of yard work and you know we can move around you know a lot of people i know in new york have very small spaces i feel bad for them you know it's much harder i think and than where we are and one thing about this pandemic um i want to just i i got a chance to i guess ingest a lot of content lately and that's where i sent you that email I listen to bird calls, and I, I love it, um, just to be quite honest. Um, normally, when I do interviews, I usually have a set of questions, but I have been a fan of yours and, and Rich since um, the early ONA days. Since Oh, uh, my gosh. <laughs> uh, and so I listen- funny. Those, those, those fans are still around, man. It's like, that's like an era that people, I don't know. It's it's like a cult. It really is because it's like you're you were a part of this moment in history, a part of this club where it's just like I like stuff like whack bag. I I hear now and you know and that that gotta be 
what going on 20 25 years old I, I I first did ONA 15 years ago I think so I don't know how long it was around before that um but yeah because when I got to New York because I was in LA and when I got to New York um I didn't know who ONA was even I didn't I was just like oh radio I, I didn't think that highly of it you know and then um Rich started bringing me into the to the radio with him and yeah, it was kind of crazy how, like, rabid those fans were. And I was right with them, I mean. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. I mean, people still try to drum up, you know, um, drama from those days and stuff. It's it's pretty fascinating. I mean, you, you really can't. It was just, you were there, you loved it, good, bad, or indifferent, and um, you, you just kind of moved on. And But that's that was my whole point for saying that. I've been a fan of yours since then, and I listened to My Wife Hates Me, and the, um, your podcast with uh, Rich Voss. And the, the, the deal is, normally I have, like, set questions, yeah. but when you're a fan you are like in this rarefied air because I already know the answers because I have been listening the entire time. <laughs> you probably know them better than I do. <laughs> but one good thing about, um, I, I guess I got a chance to listen to bird calls during this pandemic and it was a great break. And you, you are still one of, still one of the quickest, sharp-witted comics that I've grown to know and love. And I'm Thank curious, you. what made you want to put it out? now well i've never put an album out and um i've made a lot of albums i've just i'm just one of those people that's always like oh it's not quite right it's not good enough you know and um this company um howl and roar uh approached me and said you know you should make an album and i was like yeah i've tried before and i just never do it and for some reason um i guess because i had a company doing it i just followed through for the first time ever and uh um, you know, we had, I, I filmed it in January and then, um, we had, you know, made the date for it to come out March 20th. Of course, we didn't know what was coming. Um, and then there was some talk of like, should we still release it? It seemed weird to be promoting something during a pandemic, but you know, that's, I mean, the date was there already. So it was like, okay, let's. People need something to listen to, I guess. No, realistically, we do because, I mean, I'm doing stuff. I'm here with my wife and my son, and I'm trying trying my best to still be a good, loving husband and father. But I got to be honest, they're, they're getting on my nerves. <laughs> We're getting on our nerves, too. I mean, all three of us. We need some social distancing in the family, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, like. It's a lot. Like, if I have to watch Trolls World Tour one more time. Oh, my gosh. And well, how old is your son? He's uh, seven. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, at least he's old enough that he can kind of a little bit play by himself sometimes. I mean, these I know people who have, like, really little kids, and it's, like, you know, hands-on all day long. It's a lot. But there is... Yeah, and, and it is. And he's seven, and they're having this... Um, He's he's bordering that line between cute and annoying now. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. Or you should. It, it's like um, you know, before when he would do bad things, it was so charming and, and sweet. And now you're just like, okay, enough. 
<laughs> exactly. So I'm curious. Um, look, I, I I hate to bury the lead here. I am, like I said, I am a fan. All right. Um, I listened to the last episode of um your podcast. I'm curious. <laughs> I, I I have a few boss questions, if you don't mind. <laughs> sure. Um, how, by the grace of God, he's still alive during this pandemic? <laughs> he's um. I don't know. I heard him on the roof the other day, and I was like, "This is it, and here we go." But uh, he managed to come down safely. Uh, he's doing all right. He's actually, I think, he's right here. Should we? Should you talk to him? I'm going to put you on speaker. Who are you talking to? Um, um, <laughs> I'm talking to Sam. Sam who? No, he's got a podcast called Talking to Sam. Hey, Sam. Hey, Rich. How you doing? Good, I guess. What uh, What's going on? Where's your podcast out of? We're out of Detroit. Oh. Uh, the, <laughs> Mo- the Motor City. We were in Detroit. That was one of our last tour dates was in Detroit. Yeah, that uh, Crucial Kids tour. Yeah, I, I got a chance to see you guys. You guys rocked it. Um, and I, I guess I could tell you right now, man, I had a great time. And, man, I'm I'm glad we were able to see you guys live before everything just went crazy. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. We had we had a good time. I don't... Uh, I kind of remember the venue because we did some... Yeah, I remember. And I, the, uh, we had the meet and greet, so that was before everything went down because if it went down we wouldn't uh we did one show without a meet and greet and then that was the last one we ever did but uh i'm a big fan of detroit uh and hopefully uh after this is all said and done mark ridley's club will close so uh (laughs) oh come on (laughs) i'm only kidding uh i worked there years ago so it was a good club anyhow were you guys broadcasting from home yeah, we're doing the whole thing from home because, you know, pandemic. Yeah, well, listen, good luck in this. Uh, I added nothing to your show, so I'm sorry. But no, that's go- cool, man. I'm a fan, so um, I just she just wanted just to say, hey, we were talking about Bonnie with the new Bird Calls album, and um, I'm glad you were around, and I could just say hey to you. All right, also, too, our roast, Voss Roast, is free on YouTube. Uh, go to uh, YouTube and watch Voss. You'll, you'll see a great roast. Uh, I'm going to open a package and go wash my hands. Do your thing, man. Thanks. Thanks. There, the, mo- the, the, the very exciting Rich Voss. <laughs> but um, I'm, I'm glad you guys are doing okay. I listened to the last episode, and quite honestly... I listened to the um, track off Bird Calls where it's like nuts in bed. And I was just like, you yeah. know what? I can see that. <laughs> that's so true. That's a very, that's not made up. That's real. <laughs> no, that's, that's completely uh, real. I was doing a little IG stalking too. Um, right now, you're like, I read the book. It's, it's crazy because, like I said, I am a fan. But like when I read your book and how you grew up with Humble Beginnings, and now it looks like you're using this pandemic to kind of like, I think. I know it's it's so funny. It's like, what is this like? Just all made for me to like get back to my roots, you know? Like, but That's you're crazy. crushing it. That's the thing. Like, you're making mass. If if this IG picture is correct, you got a mass yes. business. 
Well, no, I mean, I, I'm, I'm not a really good sewer, but um, yes, we've been making masks. I made masks for Rich's um, other kids, they're adults, and uh, for everyone in my family, and I have a couple extra masks, but they're not great, you know, they're, I guess, I, they're better than a scarf around your face, I'll say that. Hey, but I'm gonna, it yeah, works. Sorry. Yeah, they, I mean, I hope they work. I don't know. So far, so good. Also, um, before I let you go, I just wanted to, um, I have a few questions. Um, obviously, I want to talk about your other works, like uh, Women Aren't Funny. I, I watched that documentary when it came out, and I got a chance to kind of kind of peek through it again since you're you know, going to be calling in. Mm-hmm. And I'm curious, do some of the stuff that you tackled in the documentary way back when, does, does that still happen, or have people kind of lightened up a little bit more with female comedy? I feel like it's kind of gotten weirder even, you know. I Maybe it's just because it's all come to light or people are talking about it more, you know. it's um, Or maybe women aren't putting up with so much shit. I, don't, I have no idea, but um, it still feels very relevant. I, the one thing I love about that documentary is it, it really, like, you love the O&A days. I mean, it captures that. It's like a moment in time. You know, we go into the O&A studios. We talk to a lot of those comedians. Um, that was like such a gift to be able to do that documentary because um, there was we had nobody telling us what to do. We just made this thing that we wanted to make without you know having to answer to anyone. It was pretty great. It's very rare uh, in this business that you get to do that. So I feel lucky that we have that. I mean, I mean, it still works. It's still relevant. But I, I was always curious because I always thought. I mean, I didn't necessarily think. I mean, like, I I love women comedy. I just like comedy in general. I don't care where it's coming right. from. Right. But it's it's unfortunate that people still think that way, or like how you say it's getting a little bit worse, or or I would think that would be the wake up call that people would need. Um, I think at the time when it came out, there was some criticism that we had. Um, you know that it, that it wasn't necessary that women were already equal and the same and now we realize like that's really untrue you know um that especially like with stuff like pay equality it's it's um you know there's a huge pay gap still in stand up as is like a lot of different um professions and uh you know women are still sort of treated worse I guess in terms of like the Me Too movement a lot of it sort of was comedy why is comedy ground zero for that movement it's it's kind of crazy you know when you think about it Um, but I don't know I don't know I I watched Louis C.K. special and um, I really liked it and then uh, now I'm reading Woody Allen's autobiography so um, I don't know maybe I'm not a good feminist no I mean like that. uh, I think that to some degree, makes you more of a feminist. If, if that's weird, because not only are you reading and you're support, or first of all, you're supporting your friends. Uh, I don't know how right. you're supporting your friends and uh, I guess colleagues, if to put it like that. Yes, right, right. But in the same token, it, my whole definition of feminism is choice. You know what this person was about, and you chose to still watch the special or read the book. It's your choice that you want to do that, just like it's your choice not to put up with it if you were on the other side. So there you go. You know what? That's a great way to put it. It's, uh, yeah, because I do feel like sometimes you're kind of put in this 
you know, in this category where it's like, you know, you're politicizing everything you do. So if I watch Louis C.K. special, then suddenly I'm pro, you know, I'm like somebody called uh, Kurt Metzger once, the pro-rape comic because he stood up for someone. It's like so crazy that you would just for watching or ingesting some kind of, um, you know, artwork that you'd be on the side of rape. <laughs> That's exactly yeah. what it is. Like, I like Kurt, and he makes some jokes, but the whole point of comedy is to take that thing that isn't that funny, find the funny in it, and make it mm-hmm. funny. That's the whole yes. point. I agree. Totally. And to, that make it, be- to make it less um, powerful, you know? That's what makes uh, it powerful, and quite honestly, that's going to be the smartest thing I say all day. You're very deep. I had no idea coming into this how deep you would be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't think I was going to be either, so. <laughs> I love it. But, Bonnie, before I get out, and this is totally a fanboy question. Like I said, I, I can't follow that up with anything smarter. Um, total fanboy question. I have been looking for this, and um, but... Will we ever get a chance to see the vehicle anything boys can do? Um, I, I I keep thinking I should put it on YouTube at some point. I'm going to revisit that. I'll talk to uh, the, the um, executive producer uh, today, and I'll, I'll ask her because because there's other that thing did get paid for by other people, so I do have to answer to some some people. But it's so good and it's so funny. Nikki Glazer is amazing in it, and um. I always made it hoping somebody would want to make a feature film out of it, and there's been a few little bites. Um, so maybe if I put it online, somebody will see it and want to want to do it. We'll see. That's cool. I mean, like, the trailer's great, and I know you guys were shopping around the festivals before all of this stuff happened. And then yeah. now is like, okay, so what do we do now? Because, quite honestly, I just... I just wanted to see it. I mean, especially now since everyone's is ingesting all forms of content. So you know, it's so interesting about this pandemic. It's like every day I go check for movies on Netflix and on you know uh, iTunes, and you're like, please somebody give me something that I can watch here. You know, it's like I've never put such stock <laughs> in other people before. You know, it's like you know, you suddenly are so grateful for people making entertainment. And that is the sentiment that's been keeping this podcast rolling for 10 years. <laughs> yeah. But, Bonnie, I want to thank you so much. We're wrapping it up. You just give us a few moments. Obviously, the album is called Bird Calls. Um, I can't, I'm going to put this on all of my socials so people will check it out. But speaking of socials, what are yours? Go, Bonnie McFarlane, plug away. I'm at Bonnie McFarlane on Twitter and at Bonnie McFarlane on Instagram. So. I hope people come and, um, you know, start following me. I got a lot of stuff, a lot of content. And we need it now. So, Bonnie, thank you so much. And um, I wish you, and to a much lower extent, boss, the (laughs) best um, that you guys can do. I hope we make it through this thing, throughout this pandemic. We ride this out, and you come back greater, more powerful, stronger. Much success to you. Oh, awesome. Thank you so much. I appreciate it, Sam. I'll talk to you soon. Talk to you later. Thanks, Bonnie. Thank you. Thank you. That is the exact right amount of applause. You would not believe how many audiences get that wrong. I will not disappoint. I am a feminist and a vegan. So, yeah, yeah. so you know my, my sense of humor is top shelf. 
Uh, any vegans? Uh, I, I don't believe none here. Maybe too tired to clap. You have your lentils early in the day. You know, you lose some steam. I love it. I love being a vegan. It's uh, no animal or animal byproduct of any... I do eat eggs because I'm also pro-choice. <laughs> I, hate, I don't like people who are too extreme, you know? I'm a vegan, but I hunt. Uh, my friends are like, oh my God, that's so hypocritical, but I don't eat any of it. I just leave it there. I don't use any part of the animal, so still holding strong to my beliefs. I'm a feminist. Do we have any feminists here tonight? By applause. Wow, a lot of single ladies. No, it's, it's so hard if you're on a date to be like, woo, the future is female. Are you still gonna pay for everything? Is that deal still on the table? I'm more of a feminist in the mornings when nobody's trying to buy me anything. <laughs> hey ladies, maybe we should start paying for our own dinner and drinks, you know? Really let guys know we're serious about this equality thing. Really start, I'm just kidding around. Why would we do that? No, I think it's the responsibility of a man you just met online to feed you. He's got... <laughs> He's, he's got the option to kill you later, so I feel like that's fair. <laughs> you put in all the risk, get a nice meal out of it. <laughs> I love the whole hashtag Me Too movement. I just think it's so, I am lucky. I've never had any sexual harassment happen. I tried to start the hashtag Me Neither. <laughs> it's never caught on, you know, I had nobody join up. <laughs> The greatest thing about being a, a woman is I'm a mom. I had a baby. I'll never forget it. It was five or ten years ago. <laughs> Thank you. I, uh, I, when my daughter turned ten, I, I got her a phone, and she's always on it. She just loves her phone. She's all, I don't even know what she looks like without a light in her face. I'll be honest with you. The other day, she was reading a book. I walked right by. I didn't know who she was. I was like, who is that with the sepia tones? <laughs> it's so bad for your kids. They say it's digital heroin. You know, when I heard that, I got scared. I, I said to my, I told my daughter, I tweeted it to her. I was like, hey, this has got to stop. And then she favorited it. And then we Snapchatted back and forth about it a little bit. I don't remember those conversations and we'll never have them back, but that is the nature of Snapchat. <laughs> Parenting is hard. You have to teach your kids stuff that you just think they should already instinctively know. Like, the other day, my daughter and I are going through the drive-thru at uh, Dunkin' Donuts. I go to her, hey, you want a donut? She goes, oh, I'm not really hungry right now. I was like, that's not how donuts work. <laughs> what, are you going to wait until your stomach growls? Nobody does that. This is America. You eat until your heart gives out. I, um, I punished my daughter uh, a few weeks ago. I took her phone away for three days uh, because she was being mean to Siri. <laughs> and the transformation in her was unbelievable. Like, yes, the first day she just laid on the floor crying. But once she got over the shakes, she... <laughs> She got up, she looked around, she started liking things in real life. She double tapped the dog. <laughs> 
She was like, Mom, let's go to the park. Mom, let's go to the library. Mom, let's play in the creek. But I just gave her a phone back. <laughs> so um, I'm, I'm married, and uh, this is the sadder part of the show. Um, <laughs> I wish somebody had told me before I got married how much yelling I would have to do on a daily basis. It's really an incredible amount of... If you're not married yet, start yelling at your boyfriend. You've got to build those vocal cords up. <laughs> because in marriage, there's no better way. Like, at one point, I got so mad at my husband, I gave him the silent treatment for a week. At the end of it, he was like, we've been getting along pretty good lately. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you. There you have it. Great comedy. Great interview from Bonnie McFarlane. We have a quick cameo from one of my... Rich Voss. Oh, man. I really like both of those guys. Always on Twitter and IG is Bonnie McFarlane. And um, uh, VossRose.com. He says it's free. You can check it out. Um, give my man uh, Rich Voss um, some love. Crease for kids. They just finished up. Hopefully, they have a few more. I hope they keep it going past this pandemic. Um, great comment to check out. But Bonnie as well. If you can get a chance to see her, um, is awesome as well. Um, the album is called Bird Calls. Check it out on Amazon. And uh, while I was on Amazon, I got a chance to um, see a show. Should she, I didn't? I didn't know she was on. It was. Um, a uh, show I really like on Comedy Central. It is, um, <clears throat> excuse me if I can talk. Sip of water. All right, you know it's just not happening. This is, um, this isn't happening, man. Um, hosted by Ari Shafir, but now, um, Roy Wood Jr. hosts it. You know, podcast alumni. So, you know, and I got a chance to see her story. So I guess we'll close out this podcast with her story on this is not happening. Um. I mean, I get it. Guys, I want you guys to stay home, stay safe, stay, just stay. Don't social distance and all that stuff and search for content. Check out my partners, man. Um, this is some other great podcast, guys I like, like uh, my man Mark from My Worst Holiday. You know, shout out to my man. Um, check him out. Um, he has great guests. He, um, and also, our frenemies, our podcast frenemies out here, our guys, depending on the week, whether that be, um, and that is the good folk, act, act, act accordingly with Bash and Z. And they can both be heard wherever podcasts can be heard. Heard? And um, we got to chop it up with those guys. I would imagine during this whole time, during this whole pandemic, we haven't did like a crossover podcast with either one of them. Um, maybe we should. Uh, it's coming up soon. So, um, what we're gonna do? We we'll do that. Um, as always, everything related to the podcast can be found at our home at samshownation.com. Put in just talking with Sam. Uh, just talking with Sam on IG and Facebook, and you can talk to me directly. Um, Sam Show Eleven on Twitter. Um, also, you want to email the podcast, go ahead, email the podcast at justtalkwithsam at gmail.com. Well, that's pretty much what I got this week. I want to thank the great Bonnie McFarland for coming in, checking in, um, pandemic check, just uh, call into the podcast, show the podcast some love. She's a great comic. Check her out. Google Bonnie McFarland. It's, it's a great use of your time. 
And um, we're out for the week. We're going to close out with um, her story from This Is Not Happening. And I will see you guys next week. Peace out. Four years ago, uh, my house burned down to the ground. I lost everything, and I fell into a depression so deep I didn't know if I would ever get out of it. So naturally, I thought this would be a funny story to tell on television. <laughs> I, uh, before I tell this story, though, I have to say, there's a little bit of ongoing legal battle. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I'm being sued by some of the adjoining townhouses and the entire townhouse association. So my lawyer strongly suggested that I begin with the disclaimer. So I just want to make it really clear. I did not willingly or negligently burn my house down. But if I did do it, this is how I would do it. Um, no, my husband wasn't home. Um, my husband was all the way across the country. We live in, in New Jersey. And yeah, I mean, you can make fun of it if you want, but let me just say this. At least once, may, sometimes twice a day, I'm the hottest person wherever I'm at. So, something to think about. <laughs> I've been here less than 24 hours. I feel like shit. Um, so uh, we're living in New Jersey. My husband's all the way across the country. He's performing stand-up across the country. Um, and I'm just home alone with my daughter when my house burns down. And uh, so this is my entire defense, uh, is that if I were to burn my house down, I guarantee you, my husband would be in it. <laughs> There's no way I would go to all that trouble and then have nothing to show for it. And so it's just my daughter. I would never endanger my daughter. She's my world. She's my everything. She's like five or eight or something like that. And no, I love her so much on the weekends. Um, <laughs> No, if something bad, I mean, happened, I, I would just, I would really miss her around the big holidays. So, so my daughter and I are home. Uh, at that time, she was about four years old, and um, it was about 10 o'clock at night, and I put in a movie for her. I know, if you're a parent, you're judging me right now. It's like, isn't that a little late for a four-year-old to start watching a movie? It's like, we stayed up late, you know, then we slept in, we got up late. Because at that time, my, my daughter did not have a job. Um, so let me just say this, too. We'd been smelling smoke since about 4 o'clock that afternoon until about three weeks after the fire. Uh, it really gets in. Uh, it's pervasive. Um, so I just, what am I going to do? I just was like, okay, fine. I put in her movie, The Little Mermaid, which she loves. She's seen that movie so much. She's seen that, she's watched that movie more times than the guy who edited it. And then I, next to her, uh, on the bed was, um, this is the most embarrassing part of the story, I was doing tarot cards. <laughs> I'm not into that. I'm not into the occult or anything. I'm not, like, I've, I'm just, I'm a normal, per like, I've only done, like, maybe, like, um, two vision boards in my life. Like, I'm not that kind of person. But, you know, as a parent, parenting is, like, very rewarding in small doses, and then there's, like, long stretches of The Little Mermaid. So I was just totally focused on my future, and then my daughter was like, Mommy, look. And the patio windows in my bedroom were just completely awash in flames. They were just so bright. It was crazy that I didn't notice it because I was like so focused on my future. <laughs> Not my immediate future, but I was like <laughs> looking ahead. The thing, I know it's ironic. Like I'm looking at tarot cards while my house is burning to the ground. But to be fair, you know, there's no like, hey, look to your left card. Um, 
So my daughter was like, hey, we got to get out of here. And uh, I was like, oh, you're bossy. <laughs> and then I grab my phone. I run out. Uh, you know, at some point I checked to see if my daughter was with me. She was. And as we're leaving, we see my neighbor walking up the steps to go to her unit, but she's moving at a really, like she's moving so slow, like she just ate a handful of Valiums. She's just like moving up, uh, going up to her unit. I go, hey, there's a fire. She goes, yeah, I know, I just called 911. I said, great, um, have fun up there. Um, so, spoiler alert, she makes it. <laughs> Um, she's one of the people suing me, but, um, she, the, her cats, uh, she had two cats. They didn't make it. <sighs> hey, I would have moved quicker if I was her. Is that my fault that she was like, mm, mm, you know, let's get a move on. Um, so I do feel bad. I mean, I felt bad about it. You know, I'm, I'm a vegetarian. I get it. I mean, I would never eat cats anyway, but I mean, you know, you care. So I call my husband, and he was about to go on stage, and I was like, oh, my God. So I freaked out, and then he freaked out, and then he realized there's nothing he could do. So he was like, well, I mean, I'm gonna, I'm going to go do my show because that's how messed up comedians are. <laughs> They'll just go on, you know, just something bad happens. You just go do your show, and you just go make people. Like, I, I had a miscarriage right before this. And I just compartmentalized. I said, no, you go out there. You deal with that later. These people want to laugh, so I do that for you. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. And <laughs> so anyway, so okay, so uh, then, oh, it was a five alarm fire, which means there was five different fire uh, units stations, whatever, houses were there, which I didn't know that's what five alarm meant. I just always thought it was a level of spiciness. Um, so that was an interesting thing to learn. And then we're standing across the street and we're just watching our house burn down to the ground. And then my daughter suddenly dawns on her. She's like, are my stuffed animals going to make it? And I was like, no, honey, they're not. And she just started bawling so hard. I felt it was heartbreaking. So I said, I, I'll get you any time. We'll replace those stuffed animals. Anytime you want a stuffed animal, I will get you a stuffed animal. And then cut to four years later, we have what can only be described as a stuffed animal problem. So then after the house burned down, the um, detective came out. There was a, a guy who watched too much Law & Order you know, came over and started questioning. I mean, I guess we've all watched too much Law and Order. I guess that's what unifies us as humans. You know, we've just all seen too many Law and Orders. But he was like really into it. And um, so then he interrogated me for a while and I was like, hey, back off, Stabler. Um, <laughs> you're getting a little excited. And then I guess his working theory was that I'd been smoking pot on my balcony. Because I guess the tarot cards. People were like, why else would you do tarot cards? So he thought I was on my balcony smoking pot. And then I just said to him, um, you know how hard it is to keep a joint lit? And then he was like, oh, right. And so then I just, I just got to go. They were like, okay, that's that, I guess. Um, so, but then I called my husband and I was like, well, you know, we've lost everything. It's, it's over. And... My husband was at the airport at this time. You know, he's finished his show and everything. And he said to me, um, I just had the best show I've ever had. <laughs> so 
so that was good. Some good came out of it. And uh, we didn't actually lose everything. Uh, they just only recovered the Little Mermaid DVD. <laughs> so thank God we still have that. You guys have been a lot of fun. Thank you very much. Yeah.